0: Hello everyone, this is Kathak Kachakkar. My name is Pramit and this place is designed to be a central platform to bring conversations with Kathakars across the globe. The following is a conversation with Laja Sambhavanath. Based in Lisbon, Portugal and Ahmedabad, India She divides her time to further her art through her work. She has choreographed solos and productions with her group of dancers along with various fusion projects with international artists from various disciplines, like amalgamating Kathak with Indonesian gamelan. Her choreography of Kathak to composer Cesar Viana's Cafe Oriente was very well received. Her production Uma concerned the page longínquo, which translates to A Song from a Distant Land, where she choreographed Kathak to Portuguese literature from celebrated Portuguese poets Fernando Pessoa and Luis de Camões, was received with much critical acclaim. Her academic studies have flourished, delivering lectures as a visiting facility at various academic institutions and are complemented with paper readings at the World Forum, Den Haag, SIEF Congress, Lisbon, Portugal, etc. Trained under the visionary Padmavushan Kumudini Lakhya, who in the early phase of her thought process almost obligated her to learn under her tutelage. A visionary at core, she taught her to build the bridge between life and art and to appreciate the dignity of human body as a dancer. Lajja's UGC awarded research fellowship titled contemporary sensibilities vis-à-vis the heritage of Kathak was completed under Padmibhushan Kumudini Lakya. a postgraduate gold medalist in performing arts in Kathak from MS University. She has a strong training in Jaipur-Gharana under the late Pandit Sundarla Gangani, Pandit Harish Gangani and Pandit Jagdish Gangani to get started you know we always do a lot of like hi hello and stuff but i think just to break the monotony of things i was very curious what were you doing right before hopping on this interview
1: oh me i was making a cup of tea
0: okay yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> no uh, just just kidding around yeah. uh, actually we had a huge event uh yesterday night okay uh, you know about navratri you know it starts mm-hmm. from
2: uh,
1: yeah? and uh, being a gujju in that sense um, navratri the garba runs in my blood so and i'm a big fan of garba so we were dancing until 3 in the night yesterday wow.
2: okay
1: so <laughs> a kind of woke up late and then uh, i made a cup of tea for myself uh, because as an artist uh, tea is a very integral part of our lives you see hmm. uh, yes. yeah so my guruji used to always say chai <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, that that makes sense i think that might be what be, has been missing for my life then i don't drink a lot of tea
1: so hmm, uh, yeah that. so but it, it was it's it's a very nice thing so he kind of you know got us into drinking tea and then when i went to kumi ben like it eventually went further so like tea is something uh, you know a lot of because uh you know drinking a cup of tea is not just uh you know having a liquid kind of hmm. you go into a space uh if there's somebody sharing that space with you, you go into a space where you discuss or you, you share the mental space kind of, you know. Mm. Uh, and I think with me as far as the tea is concerned, I usually like to you know have a cup of tea and I read something. So it's about going into a kind of space, uh, a mental space. So that's yeah, I was having a cup of tea. Mm, that's
0: because, fun. I thinking,
1: because the thing is, I was I was thinking about your interview. So I said, uh, if I have to think about the interview, let me have a cup of tea, so that I can get into that space.
0: (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, should be fun. And I was going through your bio, and I think the sentence that stood out to me says that you believe in exploring dance, Kathak, as a flexible medium to bridge sensitivities with Mm -hmm. sensibilities. Eventually, mm-hmm. leading towards a progression of progression of minds and of arts. So, yeah. I would love if you could kind of expand on that, especially like the meaning of bridging sensitivity and sensibility.
1: Yeah, of course. Well, um, as you saw my profile, you know that's uh, that has also been kind of my subject of research, uh, which I did under Padma Bhushan Kumudini Lakya Ji, mm-hmm. my Guruji, uh, and that is what uh, she always well this is what kind of she stands for you see the word sensitivity and sensibility are very curious words for me um sensitivity is something which is inherent you know you're born with a sensitive taste you are sensitive to certain things it is an inherent taste that you have you know there are five things lying and you'll be drawn to pick up one particular thing so that is your inherent sensitivity the sensibility is something which uh, starts with social awareness keen observations about the shu- the structures around you uh, awareness about things around you how you approach your sensitivity that is your sensibility Yeah, because I mean if you talk in terms of an art or an artist we live in the society you know so we cannot disassociate ourselves from the society yeah we have to be a part of the society so it is we affecting the society and the society affecting us it's a -a vis-a-vis process yeah so it's our sensibility that guides our sensitivity and using that yeah the words are like uh, quite uh, this thing so when you you use your sensibility to enhance and use the sensitivity you are inborn with Mm -hmm. It kinds of goes towards progression and uh, I believe very strongly that at the end of the day what really matters is one must progress, progress as in go further. Mm. Progress doesn't mean you're successful, you're famous that that's not what I mean when you say you progress Mm -hmm. and progress of what When you say progress, progress of what? Hmm. It's of your mind as an artist, Mm -hmm. as an individual and of the art form itself. Can the art form progress? What contribution can your sensibility Hmm. make using your sensitivity to expand the boundaries of the art form?
2: Hmm.
0: Understood.
1: Yeah. So that is what I mean by the sentence that, uh, as an artist, uh, I mean the sentence that you just say that my mm. sensi- uh, sensitivities and sensibilities to progress the minds and arts. So for me, as an artist, my mind has to progress,
2: mm.
1: and as an artist, with my contribution, I would like for the art form to progress.
0: Okay. Hmm. And to follow up on that, I'd love if you can give me an example of now, this example can be like from a class that you're doing, a workshop, choreography, whatever you want to pick. But if you can give me an example of in the context of like Kathak, say, if you can give me an example of what was the sensitivity and the sensibility that got bridged and what progression you saw, whether that's in the audience or student. I'd love you if you can like lay out an example of that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, a couple of years ago, I did a production. Hmm. Uh, it's called Uma can sound The Peishlonjiko. Okay. okay. Well, it's a Portuguese uh, this thing. So what I did in that, basically, I took up Portuguese texts and poetry by famous Portuguese poets and writers, Fernando Pessoa and Luis de Camões, set it to Indian classical music. Okay. So here you have a Portuguese poetry, which is set to Indian classical music, sung to Indian classical music and danced to Kathak. Mm. So what happens when you say that uh, you're doing something contemporary, you're doing something modern, you're doing something fusion. It's not just putting two things together. Mm. You have to blend the two things together in the right proportion, in the right way, in the right uh, context, in the right, uh, you know, so that what comes out enhances each other rather than curtailing each other's identity. See, so, uh, 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 there are these, uh, like uh, Luis uh, Luis the Camoes is one of the most celebrated Portuguese uh, poets So, he has some beautiful poetry and of course, I was very fortunate to work with a wonderful uh, musician here based in Lisbon uh, who is equally trained in Western classical, but he also is uh, trained in Indian classical. And uh, one day he just sent me a, you know, translated text, uh, like a four lines and then he said, uh, below it was written, uh, it was an SMS, Uh, below it was written, Kamoish or Kabir? And there was a question mark so I was like I read the translation and uh, I said my god this this philosophy sounds very much Indian because Mm -hmm. um, the the text was um, love and happiness does not stay for long yeah something like that so it talks about very much it's very much Indian very much what Kabir might write or Mirabai might write or something Mm -hmm. like that so uh, first of all I sent I sent him back a smiley saying that my god you're putting me in a <laughs> question mark. So I said uh, and then I wrote you know I would like to believe it is Kabir but I'm sure he's it's not. So he said yeah, that's uh, Kamoish and that's when we realized okay we have this whole possibility of uh, you know using um, an a different language. Mm-hmm. You know which whose origins are Latin the origins right. are also uh, yeah so the pronunciations the the sentence formations you know the way they the grammar is used it's it's very different so to use and to find out those kind of texts that are adaptable and that could be sent to set to Indian classical music Mm. You no, know, it's difficult. So this is something uh, which I did. So I think that is where you know I have a sensitivity of uh, about literature, about mm. poetry, and my sensibility said that because I'm in Portugal, I must adapt, and I must you know use uh, these things, mm. and that's how I created a, I think it was a 75 minute production with uh, 10 dancers and uh, musicians. We are a team of 20. Yeah,
2: mm.
1: yeah so so it's like uh, for example we we wrote a poetry ourselves hmm. uh, it said uh, it was set to tal, uh hmm. yeah and it said gosh dismayo quando krishna Sopranu bamboo so it means oh i almost faint when i listen to the flute of krishna hmm.
2: huh?
1: <laughs> yeah now if i sing it like this gosh dismayo quando sopra and we started with small little uh, you know children's poetry uh, which is like uh, you know it's a uh, there's a small uh, there's a form here which is called lenga lenga so yeah. what happens lehenga lenga okay it's a portuguese it's a uh, thing where they have like you know four lines eight lines little little stories of um, in portuguese for the children so we took up one, set it to Tintal. It's like Fernandino for your vinu. Aidu aidu khabu du So what it means is little Fernandinho was uh, sent to get a cup of wine. On the way, the wine fell down. Yeah, and the cup broke. Mm-hmm. So oh the cup, oh the wine, oh the bottom of Fernandino. Okay, but hmm. so, now you set it to Tintal. So, now, Dadin Tinda, Dadin Tinda, Dadin Tinta. Fernandino, Foy Avino. But you, Copu? Nuca Minu. I do Copu? I do Vino. I do Copu, I do Vino. I do Rabu, do Fernandino. Yeah, but, eh? Will go Tintal,
0: eh?
1: Will go Portuguese, eh? Mhm. Because Kathak is storytelling, the story uh-huh. that you are talking is also something uh, about wine and uh, you know little boy asking getting a, a glass of wine. So it is something very much into the context. So you hmm. use the technique of Kathak yeah, but to tell the story which belongs to the place. Hmm so that is exactly what i mean when i say sensibilities and sensitivities hmm. yeah
0: yeah thank you that's a lovely example and the story itself is kind of pretty yeah easy to hear as well and um, one thing I, I i got curious about this because it might be a question that's even beyond my depth of understanding but i'm still want to ask it regardless um pick, you said you talked about picking oh let me fix that real quick yeah so yes you talked about picking portuguese texts that can be fit to indian classical music and that was difficult so when i'm very curious about that what kind like how does that process work of making something adaptable to indian classical music in this context like what works what doesn't work how do you make that happen yeah, very curious about yeah. that
1: well it's not just uh it's not just about portuguese text mm-hmm. you know even Talk about Indian texts and everything. You can have a beautiful poetry. poetry oh. But you have, you have to always think is it danceable?
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah. Or, uh, you see, each and every artwork, mm-hmm. you know, be it um, a poetry, be it a painting, be it a sculpture, be it uh, a literature, be it a dance, anything, has an inherent essence in it which okay. tells you the form through which it should be expressed oh. yeah I don't I mean uh, honestly I cannot explain that to you because that's a, that is something to be felt you I know? See, I see. Uh, but uh, you can have a beautiful poetry but uh, is it danceable can it be adaptable well you can't be na it just could be and then you start dancing to it you can't so this is the first thing you have to find out how much contextual relevance does the content that you are choosing right. have where it needs to be presented because hmm. you are going to present it for the stage. Hmm. You are not going to dance it like in your classroom. Right. So, hmm. present are you presenting, which audience do you present, who uh, cater, kar rahe ho? the age group kya hai?
2: Hmm. Huh?
1: You have to uh, you have to talk up think of all these things. If I'm going to talk about uh, amora, alegría, love and happiness doesn't last for long, and then the whole poetry. Do you think a five year old would be interested or a seven year old would be interested? No. Hmm. So if I'm going to have my audience, which is consisting a large group of the like twelve year olds, even for that matter, yeah. I don't think that makes sense. But if I do a Fernandino for a twelve year old, it makes yeah. sense. Okay.
0: And for context, what is Fernandino?
1: Fernandino is about, like, it's a small story, you know, okay, about the gotcha, young gotcha. So then they can, uh, uh, which I just recited, you know. Oh, that, okay, like,
0: gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now nah, with
1: you. Yeah? So you have to see whether it is adaptable to stage or not.
2: Hmm.
1: Whether it is danceable or not. It can be a beautiful poetry, like, it might be better to sing it rather hmm. than dance it. Huh? Okay. You have to, if you see even, if you see Kumi Benz, uh, this thing, you know, she, the adaptability for the stage is something which she has, she has a mastery over and that's what I, uh, that's what, that is of course, what my research was of course and that's what I saw. You know, there is a beautiful Urdu poetry also. But what dance? Dance may um marjati. So ie adaptability hmm. partiya sochini parti.
0: Okay.
1: And how do practitioners
0: build this skill of adaptability? Is it a, just a question of sitting with the poem and just spending time introspecting and thinking about how it works? Does it come with experience? A bit of both. Just wanted to love to know a little bit about how that skill builds in a dancer or a practitioner, so to speak.
1: Yeah, the first, well, as far as what I've understood and what I've learned, the first mm-hmm. thing you to do is to read a lot.
0: Mm. You have to read a
1: lot. Okay. You have to be aware about the sensibility again here, no? Yeah. You have to be aware about what's happening around you. You understood. have to go out and see a lot of uh, other performances, just yes. not uh-huh. yeah Yeah. Uh, and that will kind of you know guide you and that will kind of make you think like if I have to uh, choreograph some music, for example, some some piece, the first thing that I will do is probably you know listen to that thing at least 100 times.
2: Hmm.
1: I put okay. it in a loop like in my computer in my mobile uh, and everything. So when I am working like it just constantly keeps working. So it goes into your subconscious. Hmm.
0: Huh?
1: And then you have to think about it. You have to constantly keep thinking about it.
0: Okay.
1: Dance first starts with the mind. Hmm. No, you have to think about your dance. Okay. See, there are there are two things: are two things. Um, moving and enjoying uh, to some beats or dancing in a barat, That's another thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But when you talk about the art of dance, right? When you talk about the presentation of dance on the stage and all. Then it's a different ball game hmm Then the thinking has to come in
0: okay
1: then it can't be nai, chalo, hai, music le steps the movement vocabulary to hai hmm you know to, to wo to na, CAT, KAT, uh, ho, act karke bologhe, it will be also cat ka matlab so, <laughs> right. okay Hmm. आप, you have to study the stage dynamics as well you know so you have to study the theatrical aspects when you are presenting on the stage there are different zones on the stage hmm. आप उस में उसको कैसे करोगे उसकी उसका होगा उसका क्या होगा उसका, क्या होगा, उसका um, आप कैसे करोगे उसका hmm. uh, there's so many things
0: right okay and so on that note this is where I'm, my mind is at is this if there's so much to plan and do you do you or like the people you work with do you ever get into a zone of like over planning or overthinking because at some point you have to kind of stop and get get and start right like what does that process work for you where it's like okay i have planned enough now it's time to go
1: um yeah over planning happens a lot you know that times when like to be very honest, you know, th- this happens to me so often. Before I go to bed, I have to cut off 15 minutes, at least 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm thinking about it and I can't sleep then. Okay, got you. Really, the overthinking happens a lot of times. So, sometimes when that happens, uh, well, I particularly do like that. I just stop it at that point. Yeah. Just leave it away. Just chord itiyons ko. Nahi hora hai chord do. Hmm. Take up something else and then I go back to it. I okay. revisit it again. Hmm. So that kind of helps me. But uh, yeah, you have to plan and you have to. Uh, it's like you have to consider each and every aspect. Right? Hmm. See, in your life, you consider each and every aspect. You, you, you plan kind of. Yeah. Hota, hota is another thing. Makes sense. Hmm. You think about it and you yes. plan about it. Uh-huh. Similarly, when you are doing up a production or you are doing something, you have to think and plan about it. Hota hai nahi hota hai baad mein baat alag hai.
0: But at least I should go through the process of the whole thing, okay. Ho sab
1: kuch plan hai agle din if you met with an accident kya Can't control that, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you never know. Okay. But you think about it. Hmm, okay. So I think it's very important for dancers to think and also very important for dancers to read a lot. You have to read the literature, you have to read, then you will understand the height and depth of, of it, no? I see. hmm Your growth is horizontal or vertical. How to it go from one side? You have to go from both sides. If
0: one
1: is gone straight, then the base will be small, you will fall down. That's a great metaphor actually. It's huh. yeah? Yeah, like a tower
0: block that goes up and then... Yeah, no? so, it's a like height
1: and depth, you must have hmm. both. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So that's and that is something which I learned with Kumi then, no? I see. Because, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean again as I said, it's the sensibility which comes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: no? It comes from observing her. There's so many little little things that I've observed around her. I mean, uh, for example, Kadamb has always been known for beautiful costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now I've myself have studied textiles, so I was like, okay. And then when I had to first my first performance solo performance I gave uh, after I started uh, training with Kumi ben, Yeah. Uh, she was like, okay, let's uh, do your a- costume now. I said, okay. And then I said, uh, you know, tomorrow you come a little early to Kadam. I said, okay. So I arrived early. Yeah. As always, she's before. She she always comes before all of us. Yeah. So particular. So I came uh, early, she or she was already there and she had this, itni moti kitab tiyo unke paas, mm-hmm. hmm, of various color combinations and color shades and you know and I am looking at her and they, my goodness at this age with such a lot of experience yeah. she is still you know Exploring all the possibilities and feel, is looking at me, which is looking at me. <coughs> mm. so, now, nah, Sara, see the amount of thinking that goes into a costume for a solo dancer. If you do you it solo. Ke liye kya farak padta hai? Right. So, and trust me, that, that first costume which she designed uh, and uh, we got it made, I still use it. It is still relevant. Wow. Yeah. It's awesome. So, so that is something which I observed with her and I learned from her, you know. That hmm. for costume, ke liye bhi, it's not that she went to the bazaar, she put this dress, that dress, and match it, and it feels good. It doesn't look Hmm. Sara hai usme. hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, I had no idea that so much planning like goes on. Like yeah, the costume one is like really new to me that one. Is yeah, I'm like,
1: saying about the costume, you know, it's the yeah, yeah. Like, simplest thing that the first we we usually aisa hota hai na ki, you, you, the the costume is like you go to the market, you buy certain fabric, most of the time it's driven by the cost factor. Uh, and then <laughs> you kind of choose a contrasting colour or something like that. Yeah, thoda sa uske match karta You know, uh-huh. that kind of what we usually Achha. do. Yeah. But the amount of work she She put it into one, I mean, it was such a huge book. I mean, and it's such an expensive book and like, it's like, my God, I was, I saw that book and I'm like, my God, just see the work and see the thinking she does. Hmm. Even before going out in the market and buying the fabric, let alone designing and uh, doing the costume. Hmm. Yeah. And that goes into every aspect, no?
0: Yeah, the process of just stopping, planning, thinking about what you're doing, being intentional. Yeah, so like, yeah. Hey, it has to be
1: intentional. You're calling yourself professionals. You huh? <coughs> should <coughs> art, industry, dance uh, professional. to so, so, what is a professional? Hmm. You
0: have
1: to be accountable for what you're doing. No, You have to be responsible for your you're doing.
0: Okay, and that comes with preparedness. Yeah, preparedness. and you
1: have to give you a 100% your 100% hmm. That 100% is good enough, bad enough, it works, it doesn't work, you're successful, That's but you have okay. to give your 100% to it.
0: understand. Hmm. And to switch gears a bit, larger, I guess wanted to know about coming to Portugal, um, in our initial conversation, we we're talking about how po- dance is was banned in Portugal for a while and then it got unbanned. Yeah. So I guess I yeah, yeah. just want to start off with that context and establish that first.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, in Portugal, see the Portuguese. Uh, Art scene is more, uh, when I can say, they are more musically inclined and more um, literature inclined people. Mm. You know, they have got beautiful literature, really I beautiful, see. and they've got beautiful uh, singing things, which is called fado, uh, which is beautiful. So uh, that is that is there. As far as the dance is concerned, th- that was always. Uh, kept in those you know segregated places in the interior villages and those kind of things because it was banned so now uh it has started like last 25 30 years it has yeah. uh, it's now so the scene in that sense is fairly new and especially the contemporary dance and all it's coming up so yeah it's the the dance scene is more how can i say rather than strategic it's more uh, if we say it notitious it's like
2: Okay. Uh,
1: But uh, it's it's catching up, people are having a lot of interest. Uh, Hmm. And of course, internet is helping a lot. So Hmm. yeah, so people are getting interested into it.
0: Understood. And like, just to put this in context, would you say you're one of the only Kathak dancers in the country, so to speak? Or what's it like there?
1: No, there are there are other uh, Kathak dancers, okay. not just me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was the I think I was probably the first one who started Kathak here in okay. uh, yeah, so
0: Understand.
1: So like you, you know, when I came here, uh, the idea of uh, Indian dance was key. Uh, it's um, they would usually usually say traditional dance, dance traditional, That's okay. how they what they use. So I would say no, no, it's not the dance traditional, It's dance classical Okay okay so uh, it it took me a really a lot of efforts for uh, you know every time uh, all the flyers would be printed in the wrong way all the announcements would be made like you know it's a traditional transform yes it is old it is traditional but it is classical there is a difference between traditional and classical uh, to an extent that once uh, I was discussing with a prominent person here and I had to like you know go to an extent of saying that uh okay, ballet is also a uh, traditional dance in that sense. And they were like quite a <laughs> phone. So no 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 no. Ballet is a classical dance. I said exactly. Why? Because it's refined in the technique. So dance a classical Indiana, not a, dance, a traditional yeah. Indiana. And then there was always this thing, okay? No, uh Bollywood dance, Bollywood dance, so oh, okay, that's another thing. Hmm. So that's how I started and uh, uh, eventually, I can say that in 2017, when I got the Medal of Merit from the local uh, borough here, okay. for, uh, for my work in uh, you know contributing and bridging the two communities together, and uh, the president of the borough, he in his uh, speech, you know, while giving me uh, the award, I distinctly remember I was so happy because he said uh, of the long speech that he gave, what he mentioned is. I'm very happy that in my borough there is a systematic pedagogical training of Indian classical dance Kathak happening. So I was like, okay, that's an achievement from dance tradition to dance classical, I like that. So yeah.
0: Yes, so you've come a long way, Lacha, and but I'm I'm very curious about this. So I assume in these conversations you found yourself in rooms where you were the only person representing Kathak and room mm-hmm. full of people you had to convince or may not see your viewpoint
2: mm-hmm.
0: and may not understand what you're saying because mm-hmm. they don't have the context. So in those rooms, in those situations, how did you hold your ground, hold yourself firm, stand for what you said time and okay. again?
1: Once again, here sensibility comes in.
0: Okay. Go for
1: it. As much as I know my dance form, I have to know their dance form as well. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. When they talk of contemporary dance, you must know that there is a Graham technique, you must know that there is a flying low technique. you must know all these things. okay yeah so when you talk about that and you must not just know like uh, just the
0: term ka definition.
1: Right. you must know about it hmm. you must know about the history of art in Europe right how it has come across. क्या हुआ कैसे हुआ उनके इंस्ट्रूमेंट्स से तो क्यों ऐसे इंस्ट्रूमेंट्स है hmm. उनका कॉस्ट्यूम है तो क्यों ऐसा अटायर है ये मूवमेंट से तो ऐसी मूवमेंट्स कहां से आती है क्यों आती है सही है गलत है अच्छी है बुरी है वो सब बाद में hmm. पर ये कहां से आता है क्यों आता? ये आपको पता होना चाहिए. Okay neither am I at that age, neither do I have that physic, neither uh, am I that kind of a structure. Mm. My body is not that, but I must know what that technique is about. Mm. Yeah. So it is because if you call yourself a Kathak professional, no, you must know that. So all these you have to, uh, so that is when I again said, you know that sensibility is there. Mm. When they are discussing, you know what they are discussing. Mm
0: understood and so on that note i did want to learn about this so you know you've done yeah the kathak part of it seems clear In since you learned from you know and everything else but when it comes to see assimilating in portugal i wanted to know like what are the tools and techniques you use i assume you, you mentioned that you read a lot I assume you read a, you read a lot of course but when it comes to learning the language understanding their nuances even like references and uh, their dance forms contemporary how did you assimilate yourself with the culture and start learning about it what what were the tools processes you found effective for that
1: yeah okay well the first of all is i took a course of portuguese so that was one thing although my portuguese is still horrible and very bad when you say
0: horrible and bad is it like you judging yourself or other people also telling you that what's it what does that mean exactly
1: (laughs) i'm judging myself okay got you Uh, uh, my grammar is not very good but anyway So, but I manage my way around, so that's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. right? And so, that is one thing. Uh, the thing is, uh, now, here, when you are in a different context, yes, uh, you're in a different alien, uh, you know, you're in a different territory than where the dance form has originated. Uh, the sensitivity comes in here, so you have to cater to the sensitivity of the dancers who are coming to learn from you. Mm. Each one of them is coming from a different. Uh, zone hmm. and what are their moments, what are they as individuals and you treat with them and you can't like have those you know uh, you know use the same stick for everybody kind of. can't have a different approach and they have their own references and very small small moments where you make them understand. Uh, um, that you see this is a sensitivity because under, the sensitivity underlying you know is
2: universal.
1: Yeah. You can smell, everybody can smell, everybody can see, everybody can, so they become very good uh, emotional sensitive uh, human beings. I am hmm. going to teach them the technique of dance, it's not that I am not. That's right. what they're talking about, yeah? And the idea is to train them to become professionals. But more important than that, hmm. that is as an artist, you have to become a sensitive individual.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So that is what you cater to, the rest will fall into place. Unko Bas enough hai. Maza to baki it will fall into place. Okay. So that's that's the idea and there were there are a lot of small 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 little things that I put in together uh, For example when we go out for performances um, There's a very small gesture that I do uh, Usually what happens is you have the technical rehearsals and you have the grand rehearsals and everything so you're like Subay say you are at the theater Shama um, tak ratko fir show hota you know like that so you're there Practically the whole day you're together kind of mm-hmm. what we do is uh, I tell each and every uh, student of mine who is participating uh, yeah. for the performance that everybody will bring one dish. Everybody will bring one thing.
0: But, yeah.
1: And that kind of connects them over so, so much because then there's a whole, now that you have WhatsApp, there's a whole group that gets formed. Yeah. And then they're discussing. You, to me, you, to to you. Item, item. you know So, it is literally um, uh, that kind of connection. So that bonds them together. So this is one little uh, thing we do when we go out for, for performances, for example. Hmm. Either
0: bonds so, outside dance, the contact of dance yeah, as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because the dance at the end of the day is part of your life, no?
0: Hmm. True.
1: True. So if you connect with life, that dance will connect. There will not be a problem. I hmm.
0: understand. Yeah. And so on this note, since you're talking about like teaching in different ways, I'm very curious about that. Ki, you've learned dance in a certain way. And yeah. the way you teach, there's going to be certain similarities and certain differences. So just wanted to know like what are the ways you teach differently one way i understand this kind of appealing like there are different people like different sets of people you're dealing with maybe the way they pronounce their bowls are different also but we wanted to get into that a little bit
1: yeah oh uh the pronunciations oh my god it's a uh, it's a very complicated thing uh, because <laughs> the thing is um in portuguese language the alphabets are say we say a yeah apple yeah a now there a is a and there a is e so it's a b c, d, a a b c d e okay another thing <laughs> they don't have um, K, the alphabet k okay,
0: okay. Now, I mean,
1: the alphabet exists uh-huh. but they say it as kappa i see okay uh the word r the al- sorry the alphabet r you know H, yeah. it's not r as in r they mm-hmm. say huh? okay. so, now, starts with Radha and krishna and you have a problem with r and k right <laughs> so uh, okay uh-huh. so that's uh so that is a uh, kind of difficult so what uh, the padant and all becomes quite complicated. Right. So, the first thing which I, when I start uh, the padant with them, is first of all, take your four fingers and put it in your mouth. Okay. Like that. So, first learn to open the mouth. I de see. De see. De see. De <laughs> in class. And they find it very weird and they find it very gross. and hmm, this, is an from, this is an exercise from theater. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> I make them put that and then say, ah, ah. Be, like you know kind of speak with that okay so learn to open them out and throw the voice out hmm. and then uh then you say mm-hmm. because they are also don't have the word like yep.
0: huh?
1: k'dan, the kran they will always say is cran right yeah so the you put your tongue up so, I make them say the alphabets, you know, and then I explain the science behind that, you know, it mm-hmm. starts from here and it comes up till the lips.
0: Okay, so you're putting the pronunciations in their vocabulary which doesn't even exist in the first place, literally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. creating that from scratch, very impressive.
1: Yeah. So, like you have to make them say the ABCDs, no? Yeah. So, that's what uh, we do. And like, like you know, we do the tatkar for the feet. We have to do like a tatkar for the mouth as well. Like, We have to kind, kind of keep saying that for a long time, like that. And for, or we make them. The first thing we make them say is Dha din din da dha din din da din tal theka. So like Dha. So you know dhadin din din da, da. No Dha. ah. Put uh, this thing in the mouth and say Dha. like that
0: understand
1: so as much as this opens your mouth has to open when you say dha so that's what oh, i make them do.
0: okay that kind of puts it together
1: yeah and then um, when we have like a class we usually have in every year a classroom performance when i have that one little performance a five minute performance is that of Padant on the stage and that scares them the most like <laughs> <laughs> my god teacher we have to say this teacher uh-huh. we have to say this yes you have to say this <laughs> hmm. so i i make a small five minute ten minute performance where they speak and the dance it can be a simple tihai. okay
2: it can be
1: high of counting and sometimes even with the counting the i try to make them speak in hindi you know you know i try to make them speak in hindi okay that they okay. know the this thing also because it's kind of singing no paanch, chaar, teen, ek ek, mm. ek, that they'll remember
2: hmm. and then
1: i make them say ek means one do means two like that so those little things now they know so these are a little little adaptive ways we have to do no
2: Hmm.
0: yes so i would remember like one of my first episodes so this was like i think two years ago now but with triasi nag and she she said she does, she said the exact thing, like that car with your mouth and she called it tongue car. It's kind of, she just improvised the word <laughs> yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah. And um, I guess coming to the last topic per se, maybe not the question, but topic, Um, guess I did want to touch upon your work in, as a choreographer. Is there like, like a current recent work you want to talk about as something you're working through that you're comfortable sharing or is there something like if that you've done previously you want to start with?
1: Okay. Uh, well, uh, here I've done uh, almost uh, every year, I kind of did one production almost.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, some of the most challenging things that I did was, of course, this Umakansa on the the on Jinku, which kind of took almost a year and a half of my life um, because we had to like really research through a lot.
0: And what does it uh, mean? Uh, huh? What does it mean? What is from,
1: it mean? A song from a distant land. A song from a distant
0: land. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's a phrase from a uh, text by Fernando Pessoa.
0: Okay.
1: So we just use that phrase, uh, kind of, for the title of the, this thing because in that we did uh, a little narration in Portuguese. Okay. Uh, by one of the theatre actresses, uh, well-known theatre actresses in Portugal, and she she took that paragraph which was very abstract, and mm-hmm. uh, we danced katha uh, to that. So that was one thing which was quite challenging for me, and other than that, something which really helped uh like kind of i really had to push myself was to choreograph kathak to indonesian gamelan
0: okay and what's gamelan
1: gamelan is a whole ensemble okay of indonesian uh, music you know hmm. it's an ensemble of musical instruments so they virtually take up the whole stage you are hardly anything there are no microphones okay because the ensemble is very big if you see that i can uh-huh. send you some pictures and i'll say, i can send you the video as well
0: yeah
1: and uh, as again as i said no you have to talk about the sensibility and the sensitivity so mm. the adaptability of the the like gamelan the music if you want to so the first thing which i had to think was i'll just talk to you about my process sure And to think about was uh, i was invited to do a choreography to uh, music of gamelan uh, mm-hmm. ensemble. You now, what is gamelan? I know about that. So the first thing I had to think, chalo, usme se karna hai what you have to do.
2: Hmm.
1: Now, the essence of gamelan yes. is not the beats. The essence of gamelan is not the lyrical part of it. The essence of gamelan is not the rhythm, although all of this exists in that. Okay. The essence of gamelan is to create an ambience.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Because ting tung ting ting tung 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 40, 50 times. And a gong. Okay.
0: When
1: I literally put up, I was is the But तो जब मुझे उसको डांस करना है तो मैं उसमें रिदम नहीं ले सकती हूँ हाँ hmm. मैं उसमें लिरिकल एलिमेंट भी नहीं ले सकती हूँ जो कथा की दोनों स्ट्रॉन्ग चीजें हैं hmm. मुझे उसके एम्बिएंस को क्रिएटर करना है वो जो एम्बिएंस बनाता है उसको मुझे विजुअली रिप्रेजेंट करना है वो साउंड ऑडियो बनाता है उसको right. मुझे
0: not, not the
1: ye... beat really but the ambience of it okay the, the beats are there but as yes. i said because there are chote balls and wo chote chote draw mm. pieces isse brass and wo ting tung 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 cha uska count karne 40 because hamare liye to sare ek sound hai na mere liye beat it's wo so. low bachta hai high bachta hai another thing hmm hmm count to to choreograph it right i have to count like literally 48 47 so then <laughs> that's how i had to write because i had to you have to first write the music no? if you don't write the music how can you dance it mm. write it down literally mm. so they are creating an ambience mm-hmm. which by audio so it's just Shravya. usko drashya banana hai apko to ye ek bada challenging process tha Right. And then you have to tell them, you are not going to change the number of ting toom tung tongs <laughs> 48 is 48. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> do they
1: improvise a bit then? Like. Huh? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they I'm improvise a bit.
0: Okay, fine. So you fixed the beat.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but then I have to tell them that, uh, look here, as for if. Of course, from, it was like a 60 minute production, yeah. from that we could have only two or three pieces, not the whole thing, because uh-huh. the, the ensemble virtually takes up the whole stage though. Right. We don't have the a lot of possibility to do the choreography, mm-hmm. you can uh, kind of, you know, just create the ambience visually only through physical body movements rather than uh, choreographic patterns. Hmm. That's also if you have a whole stage, so आप अलग-अलग पैटर्न्स बनाओगे लाइट्स से उसको पूरा बना सकते हो ये ये तो आपके पास जगह ही आगे की रह cuz
0: it's take the whole stage yeah.
1: wo bhi nahi milta to to lights ka the problem hota hai piche hai to play have you are virtually like kind of left with nothing so all you have to do is like only with the hands and certain movements of the body just go up visually, you know, if it's going ting kind of, you do the movements like that oh. for us adapt. Okay, is So, you go to the ambience, banana part of that. So, it's challenging challenging. Hmm. The one that music, it's a beautiful music, but after a while, it it's enough. So, you have to listen to it so many times, hmm. you know, to write it
2: down.
1: Okay. So that one was uh, really challenging
2: uh, for
1: me. And the other thing which I did was uh, the last work that I did was um, with um, well, uh, it was with a contemporary dance uh, dancer. Uh, but I adapted it uh, as in, of course, the music was uh, inspired by Dhrupa, Then it was done in Chautal and uh, it, Yaman rag and everything very classical. But uh, the the choreography was inspired by a poetry by a mm-hmm. Spanish poet called Kaminyanta, That's the traveller. Mm. So, and it's a very famous poetry. So, of course, there are no words to it, but we tried to interpret that poetry through uh, dance. So, yeah, and of course, the dancer, uh, and there was a contemporary dancer as well. So, together we set up some movements which are contemporary and uh, this thing, and we worked it out. It was really very well received. Mm. So, that was uh, the most challenging part. And the last one during the pandemic I did was, uh, was I took it purely classical, pura okay. pure classical. But I had a, um, a violinist who was trained in Western classical as well. Hmm. So I tried to... Here I am taking a bandish of uh, Pandit Kumar Gandharvaji,
2: uh-huh. which is
1: like really, really ancient, uh, which is said to like the intahal, which is regular, but in that moment, the moment of the moment, they to add Western ad karne ki So, this is something which I tried uh, uh, during the pandemic for one of my performances for ICCR. So, that was very challenging and it was really nice Hmm. and I am working on something new. Uh, Not really thought about it, but it has been staying with me for a while, that is um, Kathak and Vedic chanting.
0: I'm all. I'm very. Cu- I mean, this is yeah, this is more of a statement. But I'm very curious. Like when you say you've not really thought about it, what does that really mean? Because you're so introspecting and you're planning so much. So, uh, it's a very interesting uh, thought for me. So.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, that way I've thought a lot about it. No? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, not I had, conc- fi- I had a feeling. Yeah. Yeah, but not concrete enough to discuss it uh, publicly. I understand. Kind
0: of. Totally understand. So, yeah. yeah
1: yeah so it, it it kind of stays with me for
0: uh, almost every day but um, yeah something like that Understood. yeah all the best with that okay. and I guess coming to my final question let's i want to talk about the like the concept of challenging and your why because you talked about every single thing we've talked about almost a day like all the, the, the choreographies you mentioned right from uh, yeah the, the choreographies you mentioned the challenges of that adapting uh portuguese to classical music uh getting people to pronounce syllables that they haven't speaking before trying to change the perception of an entire nation or like just your city or your county about what is traditional, what is classical you've taken on very difficult challenges yeah throughout your time mm-hmm. i wanted to know what is your why what drove you to do this for so long consistently and you continue to do that very curious about that
1: um very simply if I put it, <laughs> okay,
0: okay.
1: this is what I can do, it's not just for dance, it's for everything in my life, you know, this is how I am and this is how I can do, I approach everything with a lot of honesty, I see, you know, whatever, if you are honest with it, I don't think you'll find it as challenging. You'll find it, uh, your approach will be to find solutions. Hmm. No? So, if you're honest, you don't know, I've never felt like, uh, okay, let's go my dance to my class, traditional, what difference is. Hmm. न, and I'm like, no, you have to, somewhere you have to, because you know about it. That's number one. And number two, you have to stand up for it.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah? We are living in a time exactly. अगर अगर Why would you What is If you know what is Why would you take all this effort of living your country, your family, and everything and coming here and working like, that Hmm. Or oh, Sida sida hi, like you know, kya bolte hain, vomit karna hai <laughs> you know as Kumi Ben says, you learn hmm. from the teacher and then you learn, a kura, you learn a tukra and then you vomit it out on the stage. Right. So that doesn't make, a, what's the point, there's no hmm. point in it. What you are enjoying in that is like the movements and all, to either which you will enjoy if you are dancing in a barat. Hmm. But uh, the challenging part is when you. Uh, and that is and when you try to do that and when you put in effort through that, that is where the progression comes in.
2: You
1: will think that if you have a problem, then you will think about it. What should we do? What should we do? What should we do? Where should we do it? Like the last uh, 150th year for Mahatma Gandhi uh, hmm. Salim, Tha, At that, uh, that time, we got funded with the government uh, from the Indian embassy for a production. Mm. Now, with that production, uh, of course, I had the other dance forms and all, but I really wanted to uh, do something about the khadi, the Swadeshi, uh, this thing. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, the,
1: uh, and one part of was that. And I yeah. was I was really thinking, I said, what is should khadi? but ka what is it? Uh, uh, you know what what did gandhi do when when he uh, burnt down the clothes western right. uh, clothes burn he ke liye bola ki khadi ko adapt karne ke liye so what is that process called hmm. What process se hai but the process comes from a lot of churning hmm. churning of mind yeah to think that how do i get the essence out of it and if you if you really see the freedom struggle and all mm-hmm. when he said you know you must spin the charkha you must wear khadi he integrated the women right in a movement into a freedom movement yeah or jab aap woman ko aate ho, to pura family a jata hai, puri movement mein. Mm-hmm. so joe tab tak jab tak wo movement sirf bahar externally ra- freedom movement rahi thi, mm-hmm. right Eh, ki, aadmi log jaate, bahar jaake, you know, they are discussing telling uh, ki, Britishers go back or what, whatever
2: Right.
1: from that it's Im- immediately it became a movement where the whole family was a part of the freedom struggle hmm. that required a lot of churning now I have to show that through dance hmm. so what will I do? Right. Okay. The costume is khadi the music the music try right, to, 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 to classical. Uh, but kya in Gujarat and a lot of part of India also, we have this very beautiful folk form which is called gov. Goph, okay. Uh, uh, and it's a folk form. Okay. And they uh, weave the whole uh fabric mm-hmm. like, into knots and then they open it.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: uh, it's a folk dance form uh exists, and it's done by women. Hmm. So that is the process of churning na, pura. Oh,
0: okay, okay. I'm with you now. Yeah.
1: To pura weave kar rahe ho. Sab hmm. ek saath le rahe ho. Right. Aur fir se pura ek essence bahar hai.
0: Hmm.
1: Jo churning se jo pura past sab hai, Because what happens, you, you, like it's, uh, it's done like this, upar ek height hote, pe, uh, lambe lambe fabrics latkaye pure. Hmm?
0: Right.
1: So all the dances are far apart. Yep. And then you do the dancing in such a way, all to kathaka, classical it uh, okay. was Okay. <laughs> so they're dancing.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. And they're going around. And they're going around in such a way so that that fabrics they start making a knot. Hmm. So hai, they start coming together. Pass, pass, pass at jate. They point out when they are completely together. Okay. So it's like Pura essence ke and fear spread ho hai. Okay. So, khul hai. So, you leave it back again. Yeah. And then the exit was made in such a way so that ye apne pura churn karke khol diya usko yeah. that, that the thought has spread across the country. So hmm. then they are exiting in different different wings in diagonals. I see. So sab pe ja hai. So sab pura thought spread ho Hmm. And it and it doesn't stop like boom, it just fades out the music, okay, so the thought remains no
2: hmm, an because
1: because end right so this is this is something uh which I did uh, it it was uh, like a ten minute part of that production, the Swadeshi thing,
0: hmm.
1: but I wanted to introduce Hadi into you know the so what did Gandhi do, so if I have to uh replicate that thought into dancing, how will I do it, yeah. कोई no, You have to do that. You have to do yeah. that. understood. You have to represent the process. Hmm. Huh. No, you have to pantomime. You have to take a the You have to do pantomime. We have to show how... Uh, what was his process? He thought that at socha time, how i mean imagine it's such a such a wonderful thought right you no know, to use fabric as a tool for freedom hmm. a great thought it cannot come from thin air right huh? it has to have a lot of churning
0: has to have a lot of churning okay
1: to go to a point hmm. where you can kya cheez, karo, aasi, cheez pura, pura freedom movement involve so what do you do? Okay, you need to bring the women into the whole thing. Right. And they became the forefront of uh, this thing of the freedom movement after that, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So So, and if you see that whole process, you know, the uh, So that is, so that I wanted to adapt uh, to it. Okay. I don't want to do that cliche things you know but it's been done already yeah yeah and I mean it doesn't make sense come on hmm. it really doesn't make sense you've seen it so many times you go to youtube and you just google it like you know put it you'll get 20 links
0: right
1: it doesn't make sense okay. so so I had to do something so I took the churning part of it hmm and then I, and that is when you adapt, no? Okay. It's the GoF, the, the structure of GoF, the thing is from, uh, it's a folk dance form.
2: Hmm.
0: I do have the picture up here, so it gives me some context also. So, yeah, yeah. Does that yeah. helps. So, that's good. Yeah.
1: Cool. Okay. And then the colors that I used, no? Hmm. So, it is like a, because it spread like fire after that. Okay.
0: So that, that's so the
1: why. It is
0: like it like, spread like a fire, okay. Yeah.
1: So that was like, because, and when you churn something, a lot of heat is generated no have you churn, when we talk of churning usually yeah, yeah. Uh, it um, uh, it's with the makhan of Krishna
0: okay
1: churn it's a lot of heat is generated okay there. didn't know that yeah uh, you have to actually know how if you wo kaise karte when ah-ha. you do that uh, a lot of heat is generated Achha. and even your body does a lot of movements right so that that heat has to be represented hmm and that has to be the fire that is burning in you okay Huh. that's why the uh, the the structure which i used was black so that's not visible the lights are designed in such a way uh-huh. that you can see the structure
2: okay
1: just see the fire and the fabrics are like you know like fire like that So, is tarah se soch right huh. so that's uh,
0: yeah
1: okay now, yeah, 90-minute production we get 10 minutes ka piece tha.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing how much thought just goes into that. But, and uh, Yeah, I guess with that, I wanna bring this episode to a close as, I love how you think about dance and talk about how you think about dance, because then I can also hear you think. So I loved all your examples, the adaptability part of it, all the examples about how you adapted poetry, you just like holding your ground, there's a lot to take over. And I think going back to your bio, when you talk about exploring dance as a medium to sensitive sensitivities with sensibilities, that seems to be also how you, you've you applied that to your life as well. And it makes sense because you said Kathak is your life. So it all kind of comes together. So your approach to Kathak is your approach to life. and both are kind of interconnected so yeah thank you so much for coming on
1: yeah thank you so much it's been a pleasure it's always a pleasure to share thoughts uh with people around it's very important you know it's very important we have discussions but discussions uh, usually you know are about uh, that discussions are so superficial, Yeah. but this, particularly this uh, kathaka Ka Chakkar thing you're doing, it's, it's a wonderful medium. I really loved this whole idea because here you are sharing thoughts of uh, people, uh, you know, or dancers, their processes. And w- when I see the titles that are given to all of, um, you know, every every dancer's this yeah. thing when you do the podcast, you give a title to that yeah. and that really makes you think, oh, there are so many aspects people are working on. Yeah. So, it's, uh, to be honest, you uh, you are equally inspiring us to do good work. Oh,
0: thank
1: you. You understand? You are also equally inspiring us. Because when I see that, ah, this is a part of dance I never thought about. Ah, this is a pa- part of dance which is something interesting which I must think about. So, that's also a thought when you see others,